If you're planning your content marketing strategy for the year, you are in the right place because today we're going to talk about the content marketing life cycle. And there's a lot of steps in here that I wanna be sure that everyone understands before you execute your content marketing strategy. And stick around until the end and I will share with you the number one mistake most people make so that you will not make this error after all of your hard work. So hello, my name is Alina Bond. If we haven't met before, I'm a content marketer and creator of Effortless Engine, a done with you content marketing service to help you create evergreen content for your platform. Now let's talk about this content marketing life cycle. At this point, if you're here listening to this, you and I are on the same page and we both believe that content marketing is important and that content marketing works. So just to clarify, the purpose of content marketing is to create valuable informational products to give to your target client, right? You're trying to build an audience of ideal clients. And to do that, you have to give them something that they want. So this is content marketing. And if you're familiar with Seth Godin, he's written 19 best-selling marketing books. He says, content marketing is the only marketing left. So what does this mean? This basically means that people are sick and tired of a bunch of ads just interrupting them all throughout their day. The marketing that works is called permission-based marketing. So Seth Godin is really known for permission-based marketing. It says, can I give you this, for example, a lead generator, a PDF, some kind of an opt-in, a guide or something like that in exchange for your email address where I will email you once a week with these services on this topic. So if people say yes, then you know that the people on your email list are actually interested and want to hear from you. So this is permission-based marketing, and this is where content marketing comes into play. So let's talk about the content marketing life cycle. There are seven stages. Briefly, I'll go over each one of them, and then we'll get into each one specifically. Number one, research and insight. Number two, goal setting, number three, content strategy, number four, content creation, number five, content curation, number six, distribution, and number seven, engagement. So let's go back to number one, which is research and insight. It says using research, surveys, analysis, and other forms of insights. So this is where you need to have a point of view, something that makes you different from the marketplace, right? So let's say that you and your team have already clarified your message in your specific point of view and what you're trying to share with the industry. Now let's move on to step number two, goal setting. It says identification and prioritization of desired outcomes. So now that you have your point of view, you're in the marketplace, what do you want to change about the market? What do you want to convey to your clients and your customers that other people aren't doing? What are your goals and metrics? Are you trying to get more customers? Are you trying to get more email subscribers? Let's just say you're clear on the goals that you want to achieve with your content marketing. So step three, the content strategy. It says the process of planning content to achieved desired outcomes. So 
now that you have your goals, you have your point of view, what is your strategy? What are the main topics or the pillars of content that you are going to convey in your content marketing? What are the big topics that your company needs to tackle and to create specific articles, videos, and blogs to discuss this topic? This is the strategic planning, whatever is specific in your industry. And I'm sure you already have a pretty good idea about you know what topics are really at the forefront of your priorities here. So let's move on to content creation step four. It says the act of creating content identified in the content strategy. Now, this is where for my clients, Effortless Engine comes in. I specialize in helping authors, speakers, and consultants who they're very clear on their position in the marketplace. They know who they want to reach. They know their message. They know the strategy that they want to use, but they don't have enough time to actually do the content creation. So the editing, the producing, and all of that. So our plan is, well, if you sit down at your desk, like I'm doing right now, just turn on your camera and you record a topic for up to 15 minutes, then we will do the editing and the producing for you. So this is the content creation. Now, our strategy that we use is they sit down, they do the 15 minute recording. From that recording, we'll create a YouTube video, a podcast episode, an SEO optimized blog post, an email newsletter, and social media content. And we'll do highlight clips and also quote graphics. So one round of that is plenty of content repurposing for that one message because you have to assume when somebody sits down for that 15 minute message, the listening is going to decline. So most people are going to listen at the beginning and then the listening drops off. So you have to hook them at the beginning and you have to make sure that the content of the topic that you are recording about is actually something that they want to listen to, right? Because attention spans are less than a goldfish, which is three seconds long with all of the marketing coming at people. So you really have to know who you want to talk to and you have to know what problems they're experiencing so that you can hook them so that they're actually interested in staying until the end. So there's a bunch of strategy that goes into all of that, but let's say this is your content creation strategy. Now let's move on to step number five, which is the content curation. It says sourcing and publishing content originating from other sources. So this is where you can lean on outside sources to supplement your own strategy as well. And this works in case if you ever want to use a collaboration and you have a partnership and you want to use their content that is going to serve your target audience as well. So this is how I'd recommend doing content curation is to, is to use your strategic partners and kind of help each other because you can really lean on each other's audiences if done strategically. Now let's move on to step number six, distribution. It simply says publishing and marketing your content. If only it was that easy, but we all know that sometimes it's not. Some quick tips about distribution is that number one, pick one main social media platform that you want to really build and to own because social media platforms take a lot of time and a lot of energy. So you want to be sure that you're spending it on the platform where your ideal clients are hanging out and don't spread yourself so thin that you're trying to be everywhere and you're really not being anywhere for anyone. So pick the one platform that's best for you. A lot of my clients who are more B2B professional audience are really finding a lot of value on LinkedIn. 
My other favorites are also Instagram and Facebook. I've seen a lot of clients have success with that, interacting with B2C and B2B entities. So explore the platform that's best for you and then really pick that one and go deep. Now, for your distribution, you should really commit to a consistent publishing schedule. Now, you should be doing at least once a week. If not, they say you should be doing twice a week. Some people might think that's overkill. I really think twice a week is for larger organizations, but I think that one time a week, say, is what you can commit to from your you know, production side and everything. That one time a week when you pop up into your ideal client's mailbox, make sure that you're delivering a very targeted message for them, right? Because if they're choosing to spend 15 minutes listening to you, you want to make sure that you're serving them and you're giving them a lot of value. So be very careful with how you spend that 15 minutes with them because over time, their trust in you is going to start compounding and you start building trust the more consistently you show up and you deliver value, right? So don't create a bunch of content and shoot it all out of the gate at once and flood people's inboxes and just make them feel completely overwhelmed and they cannot digest everything that you're giving to them at once because either one, they don't want it, two, they they don't know that they want it. Three, you're just giving them too much that they're shutting you out. So you want to be very careful with your distribution. And lastly, step seven, engagement. It says actions that your audience takes with your content. So you know for them to engage with all this information, you're going to have to conclude all of your content with a main call to action. So of all of this content creation that you're doing, if somebody reads this and they say, yes, I believe in it. Yes, I agree. Yes, I need your help. What is that one call to action that you need them to take, right? Is it book a call, send an email, which by the way, is a very weak call to action. Actually, don't do that. Is it book a consultation? Is it purchase the service? What is that main call to action? And then secondly, your transitional call to action. If they're not quite ready to do that yet, what is something that they can do instead? For example, do you have a newsletter that they can opt in to kind of build that relationship with you more? Do you have a guide or a book to give them? What is a softer call to action that you could give them that still brings them into your audience? So there you have it, everyone. The seven stages of the content marketing life cycle. Real quickly, again, number one is research and insights. Two, goal setting. Three, your content strategy four, content creation, five, we've got content curation, six is distribution, and seven is engagement. So the number one mistake most people make with their content marketing strategy is really dropping the ball on engagement. You think just because you've done all this work, all of a sudden people are going to start flocking to it without any effort to get more traffic. So here comes a problem. Once you've created this, you need to make the content work for you, right? So once you have this content created, who can you give this to that would really find a lot of value? And so this is where you really need to think about your partnerships and your referral partners and your target audiences. Where are they hanging out? What are the Facebook groups that they're in? How can I find them? And you need to make those real life connections to do that. Another thing that people do is they say, okay, well, I need more traffic to my website, so I'm going to spend more ads, which yes, you can do that. However, you need to be doing organic engagement just as much because that is where you really know that the time that you put in, you're going to get results off of that. You're building connections. You're using your content to network, right? So be careful about just giving your money to an ad agency and saying, you know, take this percentage of my ad spend so that 
you can put me in front of these people because you might see a boost in engagement, but what is the quality, right? When you control that organically and let's say you're prospecting on LinkedIn, then you know the quality that you're getting because you're picking them out yourself. So that is the number one mistake most people make. And I'm guilty of it as well, because sometimes engagement, it just, it takes so much time, but I know how important it is and I know how high of a return there is. So it's something that we all need to really prioritize. You can't just create everything and then not engage with people on your content. So we really need to be making those conversations and building relationships with like-minded people. And there you have it, everyone, the content marketing life cycle. Thank you so much for listening. Please go ahead and share this with a friend who may enjoy it. And if you would like to discuss your content marketing, please visit EffortlessEngine.com to learn how we can help you create evergreen content to help you build your online authority and grow your platforms. We'll help you power your content into new territory. The world is waiting to join your journey.